It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you once again. One of the most common questions I am asked is, does God really care about me? Yes. Does God answer prayer? Yes. Can I really get the hell out of my life with God? Yes. I provide eyewitness accounts through my shows. This is the third season of Get the Hell Out of Your Life, and I've had some guests that have had some serious hell in their life, and they called out to God. God answered them and put them on a path to discover their destiny. These are eyewitness accounts. These aren't people that just thought up something or they read it out of a book. And when you and I are going through hell in our life, we need to hear from someone that is relatable. And today, another great guest, Rodney Williams. He was literally in flames and he knew he had to find God or he was going to die. Let's meet Rodney. Well, hello, Rodney. How you doing, buddy? Man, I am doing good. All right. Good to see you uh, again there, Mr. Ron. Well, you're doing good, Rodney. And your story is a great story. Now, I talked with you when I first started doing these um, broadcast almost three years ago. And I want to get an update, but for people that don't know who Rodney Williams is, uh, tell the listeners about yourself and then tell us your story. Well, uh, I'm Rodney Williams. I am a pastor. I was a pastor for eight years. I've been a full-time evangelist now for this July, I'll be eight years. And uh, I direct Club Math to Christ Ministry, which is a 501c3 nonprofit. And uh, we try and show people how to be free through Christ Jesus, you know, that he is the only answer to freedom, true freedom. Uh, it's not about being clean or sober. It's about being free through Christ. Second Corinthians three seventeen says, for, "For where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom." So we to, need to be under not under the influence of drugs and alcohol, but under the full influence of the Holy Spirit. Now you blew up yourself cooking crystal meth at one time. I remember that story, and you were even on the Seven Hundred Club, I believe, uh, Pat Robertson. So tell us about that ordeal in your life. And how did you get there before you blew yourself up? What caused you to get involved with drugs? Well, it's just a long bondage, uh, you know, being molested as a kid and different hurts and pains and issues that we all face in this fallen world. And uh, drugs and alcohol became my solution. And then just through the years, it started off small, began to get deeper and deeper and deeper in the bondage of drugs and alcohol, needing more and more and more to get the same feeling. And But nothing ever satisfied me. Never, Nothing ever completed me. And it got deep into the bondage of addiction, and my whole life was centered around the, the drugs and the alcohol, from buying it to selling it, uh, just to feed uh, uh, an extreme habit that I had. In and out of jail, my life was a complete wreck. It was miserable, but I, I just couldn't I couldn't break free. I went to secular rehabs that didn't no, do no good, you know. I'd last a little while being clean and sober, and then would return. Uh, but June 19th, 2002, cooking methamphetamines in a small trailer, I was geeked up extremely high. What happened is uh, the fumes built up that night when I smoked and I was going from a liquid to a solid. Uh, the fumes built off and the spark went off the uh, heat lamp and the whole trailer ignited. Uh, and I'm standing there in the flames. You know, well, I had the doors bolted down because of fear and paranoia. 
and began to frantically try to get the door open, undo the locks, and then eventually the door came open. I ran outside with second and third-degree burns. Uh, my whole life was a wreck. My family couldn't stand me. I'd, I'd lied to them and cheated from them, stole from them. Uh, the police were looking for me. I was homeless, you know, uh, going from place to place just to cook the methamphetamine to find a place to live. Anyway, it was just, just a breaking point in my life, you know. And at 2 o'clock in the morning, I walked down to these people's house and uh, beat on their door, and they opened the door, and they're shocked. I can only see out of my left eye. They throw a blanket on me, uh, and the, the man there began to rush me to the hospital. He knew I was in, in, in major, major problems, you know, had major issues going on there with tra- uh, body trauma from the second, third degree burns. But on the way to the hospital, probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me, uh, I was at a breaking point where I'd been in and out of jail. But then on the way to the hospital, it wasn't about uh, crying out to God, you know, and, and, and getting something from God. It was a, a complete death, a complete surrender. Because when I got out of the jail, normally I would run run back to the drugs and the alcohol every time, you know, uh, because that was really my God. That was my, what I worshipped was the drugs and the alcohol. And I always tell uh, addiction is a worship disorder, wrong worship. We're trying to find satisfaction and completion and something other than God, you know. But that night on the way to the hospital, I'm broken and I looked up to Jesus, just and I cried out, Lord Jesus, you can take my eye, my ear, whatever you want, whatever's left, I'm going to serve you. I made an unconditional surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ that night on the way to the hospital. And the Bible says, for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, you know. That night with the heart, I fully surrendered my life to Christ, you know. I died to the old Rodney and received Christ. That night, I was born again. That night, even though I didn't see anything take place, I had had a, a new destination from hell to heaven, and I had a new identification. God clothed me with his righteousness. He gave me his Holy Spirit. I was legally free, you know. And uh, Philippians 1, 6 being, says, Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work, you perform it to the day of Jesus Christ. Uh, he began a work in me that night in 2002. And here we are, uh, 2022, you know, some 19 and a half years later, and I'm still serving Jesus. That's the reason you know it was real. Uh, my conversion was real because... I'm still serving Jesus, and God has really transformed me and changed me. And, uh, you know, I tell people I'm not where I want to be, but I ain't where I used to be 19 and a half years ago when I surrendered my life to Christ. He's He's transformed me, changed me, brought me into the image of Christ. But that night I got dropped off at Singing River Hospital, and I looked down. I could only see out of one eye, and I had 13 inches of skin over my fingernails. You know, it rolled over over my fingernails, and it was uh, it was not a good sight to see. They shot me full of morphine, took me to South Alabama Burn Center, went through skin grass, wound care. A lot of pain, uh, a lot of hurt, uh, but I knew I deserved far worse. I should have been dead. Uh, and I said, God, I can't do this. I'm too weak. Just I'll do anything you tell me to do. Just tell me. I belong to you now. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me that night, told me to go back to the home of grace. I'd been there one time to the home of grace in Van Cleve, Mississippi, and had left out of there uh, like one week later, you know, and went back to the drugs and the alcohol. But uh, as soon as they released me from the hospital, I went back to the home of grace. And there, God began to transform me, change me, the washing of the water of the word. You know, I had 37 years. I was 37 years old. It's like a bucket of dirt in your life, you know, full of 37 years of dirt, taking a water hose and the water hose going in there, pouring water in there. And the dirt begins to come out, come out, come out. Eventually, you got clear, clean water. And that's how God began. Ephesians 5, 26 calls it the washing of the water of the word. As he begins to clean you out, began to take these strongholds of addiction and tear them down. Uh, and began to loosen me up and to free me. And then one night in a worship service, three months into the program, something broke loose in me, and the Holy Spirit began to flow through me, and I experienced the intimate presence of God like I never had even dreamed could. And I found satisfaction. I found completeness. I found everything I was looking for uh, in the Holy Spirit. You know, 
I was filled with the Holy Spirit, and uh, and and I experienced joy and peace and love. Everything I'd been looking for in the world, I found it that night through Christ, through Christ Jesus. And uh, I ain't been the same since. Uh, you know, I would graduate from the home of grace, and God began calling me to preach. And I would go to the University of Mobile looking for a job. One month, one day later, God had me a student there. I graduated in 2006, and uh, pastor for eight years. Been a full time evangelist now for almost eight years. And I wrote the two books, Club Met the Christ, Once an Addict, Now Free. We do prison ministry across the nation and give them to addicts free across the nation. And uh, with them, when the new order comes in, we've printed over 110,000 books. And uh, we just want to reach as many people as we can with the, with the message that Christ can set you free. Rodney Williams, wow, what a story. And, um, you know, I can't help but think when you're speaking, Rodney, a lot of people that I know that left addiction centers and were on their way to that freedom you spoke of, they didn't make it. They went back to drugs and they're dead. What is the difference between someone like you that got free, filled with the Holy Spirit, and the other ones that are desperate for something but and they leave, but they have the opposite. They they have no freedom. They go back to drugs and they OD. Why? Well, uh, I always say, uh, you know, addiction is like a bad girlfriend, you know, and uh, you know, it's a relationship. You know, uh, when you first start dating the girl, you open the doors, you take them to nice meals, you start treating them so good, and it feels so good, and you're so wonderful. And then they come together, husband like a husband and wife, but they're not married. And the two become one, if you know what I mean by that. Uh, and they're connected. The two become one, just like your addiction. You know, uh, the two becomes one. And then uh, uh, the the mate begins to cheat on the other mate, begins to steal the money, begins to uh, do all kinds of horrible things, does not open the door anymore, does not treat them good anymore, treats them horrible, matter of fact. But they're in love. You know, the two had become one. They're, they're in love with each other or, or, the, or the person's in love with the other one, you know, and uh, – what you need, addiction, you know, like you can carry somebody off and, and get them sober for a while, but they're still in love with the addiction, you know. So when you get them back and they get an opportunity, they're going to run back to the addiction, you know, because they're still in love with that addiction, that, 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 that mate, you know, the person that they had become one with, you know. What you need is a new relationship, and that new relationship is Christ, you know. And it's kind of awkward because it's totally different. In the kingdom of God, it's totally different from the way we live down here in the natural world and uh, the you come together in Christ, and you begin to God begins to experience uh, experience God's presence through His Word and spending time with Him, and God transforms you, changes you. He begins to bless you, and you begin to experience uh, things that you had been looking for in your life because we're spiritual beings, and and God is spiritual. The Bible says, "For it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell." Everything we're looking for is wrapped up in Jesus Christ. As you get deeper into His intimate presence, deeper into this uh, relationship with Christ, you realize He's good. He is so awesome. He's so wonderful. You don't even think about the old relationship the drugs and alcohol and that's a picture of being free me and my wife have been married like 15 years now and i had a lot of bad relationships out there in the past and my sinful life and wicked life but i don't think about any of those women anymore because i'm satisfied in my relationship now that's a picture of being free from addiction you have a new relationship you know you're you're worshiping god and god alone because uh, addiction is just a worship disorder we're out there pouring yourself out to the drugs and alcohol in this relationship uh, that you're one with what drives you? You have so much passion. I've known you on and off for quite a few years, but really a lot better the last few years. Where do you get this passion from? 
uh, just love to see people set free. And, of course, the feeling of the Holy Spirit. Uh, God's placed it within me, the anointing of God, the, the anointing, the oil of God, the manifest power and presence of God is, is upon me. And when I begin to preach and begin to speak and go out and to reach people, uh, God, God's hand is just upon me through the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, that's where I find my joy and my peace is going out and serving, serving King Jesus. Today, I am talking with Rodney Williams, looking at a book, Club of Meth to Christ, and we're talking about uh, crystal meth, huh? Club meth, you were, a, you were a member of that club, but you got thrown out. God threw you out of the club, and you've had no desire to ever go back. Amen. And you've printed up 110,000 copies of this book, and you give them free from what I understand. Well, we've printed over 80,000 of the Club Meth to Christ, and now with this new order, uh, we've printed over 30,000 of the Once an Addict, Now Free, and uh, you know, and combined, it's over 110,000 books, and of course, we do prison ministry across the nation. We've sent them overseas to people in uh, Australia, uh, Africa, different places that, where people have requested them, you know, and uh, so. Now, when you're watching the news, and you hear about somebody dying of an overdose, what goes through your mind right at that time? Well, uh, I've been there, you know, I've, uh, overdosed over 12 times near death, uh, near death situations where I should have been dead. And by the grace of God, I'm still here, you know, but, uh, but what they're, they're, they're looking for, what they're looking for, they can't get there from here. Uh, they're looking for the intimate presence of God and they're looking in the natural, you know, and, but we're all supernatural. In other words, we're spiritual beings clothed in a body and earth suit, you know, and the way we're designed is being reconnected back to the spirit through God, through Christ Jesus. And, uh, he satisfies us. He's completes us. He's everything we're looking for, you know, but we're looking in the world thinking there's things out here. And it is fun and exciting. The Bible says pleasure sins for a season. It was fun and exciting for a season. Uh, but then you have the consequences that come with it, you know, and, uh, the, uh, People, people need to press into Christ, you know, uh, this relationship. And it's not just being born again. You can be born again and be legally free, but you've got to press into the intimate presence of God, uh, begin to build in this relationship. Just because you go out on your first date, you know, don't mean you really know that woman. You know, you've got to spend time in the Word, spend time with God, and uh, begin to walk with Him, walk in the Spirit as God begins to bless you. Uh, you get spirit filled, uh, you know, you begin to experience the joy and the peace and the love and everything you're looking for is again wrapped up in Christ Jesus, you know, and that's the way God designed us, you know, for us to be satisfied. But on the crack pipe, one more hit, I'm going to get where I'm, I'm this peacock, I'm looking for this peacock, one more hit off the crack pipe, and then your body can't take it because you're falling on the ground, you know, hollering for 911 to, you know, get an ambulance, you're having a heart attack. And uh, I've done this, you know, and just uh, wow, you know, everything I was looking for and the drugs and the different stuff, you know. <clears throat> the heroin, the fentanyl, and all the different things people are taking, uh, it's killing them left and right, man, because they're looking for something that they cannot reach in the natural because you're supernatural. And the only way you can reach it is through Christ Jesus. That's the way God designed us. The Garden of Eden, everything was perfect, everything was good. The Eden means the presence of God. We're designed to live in the presence of God. Uh, the Psalm 69, that will show me the path to fly in thy presence is fullness of joy. Everything we're looking for is in the presence of God. Uh, you know, and then that's, 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 that's the relationship we all need is in Christ. So somebody out there that says, oh, you Christians and this God stuff, I'm going to beat it on my own. And I don't need you to tell me what to do. What would you tell a person that thinks that? Well, this is, uh, this is what the deal is a worship disorder, you know, a repeated area affair, which is demonically enforced is a stronghold. You know, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness, this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. So, uh, through Christ, you know, that's why once an addict, always an addict is true is because under the endemic nature we all possess, you're not strong enough to break a demonic stronghold. 
But through Christ Jesus, his death, his burial, his resurrection, he crushed the serpent's head, Genesis 3.15. He wins back the dominion. He wins the victory over death, hell, and the grave, all over all principalities and powers. And when we put our faith and trust in him, Colossians 2.14 and 15 says, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Through Christ Jesus, guess what? We have the victory over all principalities and powers, and you can walk in freedom as the Holy Spirit and the power of the truth of God's Word works hand in hand to tear down the strongholds and allow the Holy Spirit to have full uh, full access to your life. The Bible, Ephesians 5, 8, tells us to be filled with the Holy Spirit of promise. If the Holy Spirit is a spirit of freedom, God wants you to be under the full influence of the Holy Spirit where you can walk in, in freedom. Rodney Williams with me, uh, listeners, uh, Club Meth to Christ, and he does have some passion. He's excited, and I'm glad because we need that because we're losing a lot of our young people, older people, all ages, to drugs. Now, Rodney, if a, a parent is listening, maybe a grandparent and somebody in their family is suffering from addiction, but they can't get through to them. They won't listen to them. They've bailed them out of jail. They put them in rehab. They're on their fifth rehab. They don't know what to do though. They're about ready to just give up and say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. What would you tell them? Well, uh, my mother, you know, she was a, you know, she prayed, you know, uh, she prayed for me through all the years, continuously prayed for me. And, uh, I recommend, you know, you remove the fuel, you know, the fire's going to go out, you know, so they, a lot of the addicts, they're manipulative. They'll, they'll, they'll use the person that they can, the enabler they can use, you know, maybe be a parent, wife, husband, grandparent, whoever it might be, they use them to feed their addiction. You know what I'm saying? To use them to get money, to do the different things, to bail them out of jail. When they go to jail, leave them in there. Uh, that's a good wake up call. Uh, but you know, pray for them continuously, but do not enable them, uh, do not enable their addiction, you know, uh, tough love is is some, what what it usually is going to take to uh, bring them to a point where a breaking point. They can't they can't have a breaking point. God's trying to break them, and he can't break them if you continue to cushion cushion right. their, their fall. Well, that tough love could save their life. Amen. Um, Rodney, um, right now I was told the other day that the Gulf Coast where I live it's probably all over the country, but fentanyl coming in this area is stronger than it's ever been and people out there that want to get a high they don't know what they're really putting in their body do they they do not and you know they're uh, they got the peel presses and a couple of grains of uh of the fentanyl you know uh a couple of grains of the uh, fentanyl can uh, uh can kill a kill a person you know so uh highly 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 dangerous highly addictive and uh you know i'm just glad i didn't live uh when they had the fentanyl like they do now and they're shipping across the open borders right now uh, pretty easily. Listeners, Rodney Williams, he is such a passionate evangelist uh, to share the good word of Jesus all over the world. And uh, I'm going to ask him right now uh, to pray for anybody out there suffering from any type of addiction. Maybe you're not addicted to drugs. Maybe it's alcohol. Maybe it's pornography. Maybe it's just uh, credit cards, whatever it is. Rodney, uh, please pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we, we know that you are the chain breaker. We know that you defeated death, hell, and the grave. We know there's people out there that are hurting, they're struggling. They don't want to tell anybody. Uh, but, Lord, they know that 
They need you, Lord God. I just pray that they would turn from their sins and put their faith and trust in you, God, and allow you to have full control in their life, that you will break the chains of addiction, whatever the addiction may be. There's so many different addictions, so many different idols in people's lives, and let them put Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of glory, over all things in their life, that he would be preeminent in their life. Uh, that they would walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit, God. Bring them under deep conviction, Lord God, of their sin, and that they would turn from their sin and turn and trust you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for loving me. Thank you for what you've done in my life. And I've seen you do it in so many other lives, Lord. I just thank you for Ron Myers and his family, Lord. Uh, thank you, Lord, for giving us life and breath and our very being in Jesus' name. Amen. Rodney Williams, is there um, is there life after addiction? Absolutely. You know, uh, last, like I said, last 19 and a half years, you know, I've, I've been walking in the freedom of Christ, you know, walking in freedom in your life in this fallen world, fallen people, you know, uh, there's struggles, you know, what I'm saying? there's always going to be struggles because we live in a fallen cosmos, a fallen world system. And we also have fallen men that we deal with every day, but I've, I've walked in, in the freedom with Jesus and I got a beautiful wife, beautiful family. Uh, we got a, a beautiful home God's blessed us with and, uh, you know, just, you know, material things, but God is, God gives those material things for us to enjoy and enjoy with our family to be able to, uh, doing a job now that I really enjoy doing. I love doing what I do every day. When I wake up, I'm passionate. I want to do it. I want to, you know, you ain't got to be paid for it. I do it for free. You know, I just, just, that's, Amen. You know, it's just what I want to do. That's what I, I'm satisfied in, completed in. And, uh, you know, and. Everything is, is, you know, everything is great, but at the same time, of course, you get in struggles. Always, there's always struggles, always going to be adversity. That's Jesus tells you that there's persecution, adversity, tribulation, different things like that. But man, I got a great life, you know, Amen. And, and as Paul said, for to me, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. When I die, I got a better place waiting on me. So, you know, you can't, you can't shake my, you can't rattle my cage, you know? Now, and, and Rodney, I've uh, been 22 years now uh, of just walking away from all the sex, drugs, rock and roll, all the wild beer drinking festivals I did. And I've had people ask me, Ron, because I made a lot of money at doing those. And they said, do you ever get tempted to go back to them? I said, not a bit. Because when you meet the King of Kings, you don't want to ever go back to the old life. And I think sometimes, Rodney, I don't know, can an addict, when you're an addict, can you think in the future? In other words, I'm so busy getting high. Can I think in the future that if I stop, I can, I can see my life. Maybe I can be married one day. Maybe I can uh, have a good job. Can you, can, you know, like Paul said, to press forward and run towards the prize that God has a destiny, a purpose, a beautiful plan for us. Can they even think about the future? Or are they just living day to day or minute to minute with that addiction? Well, they're living in darkness, you know. Uh, and the first step is repentance, turning from your sin and turning and putting your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, receiving the Holy Spirit, uh, and in giving God full control through the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the children of God, giving him full control. And he, like I said, uh, what he begins in you, he's going to complete it. And he, I'm still a work in progress 19 and a half years later, but, uh, man, it's, it's been a great journey and, uh, we're not done yet, you know? And, uh, and in the kingdom of God, when you're born again, you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you're brought into the kingdom of God, you know? And, uh, in the kingdom of God, you walk by faith. So as they're born again, they begin to walk by faith, by faith. You got to see it before you see it, or you're never going to see it, you know? And, uh, so you've got to, you know, as a child of God, I got visions of things I want to achieve and I want to do that God has placed in my heart. You know, uh, God, Amen. I destroyed one family in my addiction. Then God gave me a brand new wife. 
brand new children, got a brand new family, and and it's good, you know. And it's uh, and 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 God's given me so many different things, you know. I always wanted a boat, you know, a nice boat, and God's given me a nice boat and different things like that. And it wasn't something I just had to have, but you know, God, God is good, and He wants to give His children. Those who are, are serving him, living him, he blesses us. He gives us things that we've desires of our hearts. You know, he gives us things and, uh, you know, cause he's a good God. Well, Rodney, uh, time's about up. I always ask my guests, how do you get the hell out of your life? Well, you need Jesus. You know, that's what Jesus went to the cross for. You know, he become our substitute. He took our place. Uh, Jesus Christ went to the cross. Uh, he not only died a horrible, horrible physical death, but God, the father, uh, poured out the cup of wrath, uh, the cup of judgment upon him, where he bore the sin of all mankind upon himself, and he bore the judgment from God upon all that sin. He took our place. He became our substitute. Uh, and when we turn from our sins, just put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Tell Jesus, hey, today I'm turning from my sin. This day forward, I'm a follower. You serve you. I'm trusting the finished work of your death, burial, and resurrection for all my sins being taken care of. The curse of the cross has been taken care of. And from this day forward, I'm going to follow and serve you. And and you're born again, you become a child of God, and then God begins this journey of transformation in your life to make you into the image of Christ, make you what he's already declared you to be. And what a great journey it is. I've had a, I've had a blast the last 19 and a half years, you know, and it's it's been a great journey, and I'm not done yet, you know. Amen. God's, God's not through with me yet, so I'm going to finish my course. And like I said, when I, I'm done here, i got a better place waiting on me. Now, somebody listening, they say, I want to get a copy of that book, Club Meth to Christ, that you wrote. It's a free book. How do they get this book? Uh, you can go to our website, one word, clubmeth2christ.com. Uh, and the information's on there. When you go to the book, or just, uh, you know, you can, uh, my email's on there also. Just send me an email and just tell me that you want one of the books and send me your address on that email. Uh, or you can call me. I, I don't mind giving out my phone number. It's on my website, 228 990 And of course, my uh, email address is Rodney dot williams at and then club to christ.com and uh just just send me your address if you want the books and we'll send them out no questions asked that's nice of you what a what, what a great ministry and friends i've known rodney he's such a passionate person to help everyone suffering from any type of addiction to get free but especially drug addiction because we're losing too many people with addiction and um we got to stop this. Well, Rodney, thanks for stopping by and giving us an update. And again, listeners, uh, check it out, clubmeth2christ.com. Amen. Well, friends, you are now the jury. You heard Rodney's story. Did he present enough evidence to unequivocally confirm that Jesus is real, Jesus can set you free, and Jesus has a destiny for you? If so, repeat after me, dear Jesus. I want this freedom. I want to get the hell out of my life. I commit my life to you. Come into my heart. Forgive my sins. Create in me a new heart, a new destiny. I will commit to you. And friends, there's a number, 1-888-NEED-HIM. Call that number or go online to chataboutjesus.com and get involved in a great church. And please check out my website, thepromoter.org, for some inspirational blogs, some great videos, and all of the seasons of Get the Hell Out of Your Life podcast. 
Until we meet again, this is Ron Myers reminding you that I love you, God loves you, and it's time to get the hell out of your life and thrive with Jesus. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.